What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of Smugcast. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Ranger Nutrition. Ranger Nutrition is a disabled veteran-owned company that sells all-natural sports nutrition products. Uh, all their products are made right here in the States, like they should be. Uh, they make protein powder. They make pre-workout formulas. They even have some weight loss supplements you can use. Uh, I, I use the protein. I also use the pre-workout formulas. Uh, I also take uh, the nitro and also take the testosterone supplements. Uh, I've got BJ on them. He's using them. He's feeling greater than ever. Uh, they're just all natural. They're, they're great. They're great for you. Um, so that's uh, Ranger Nutrition. Uh, you can find them at rangernutrition.com. Uh, when you use uh, promo code SMUGCAST at checkout, you get 15% off your order. That's Ranger Nutrition, designed for fitness warriors. Uh, also, Repo Records, right here in Indianapolis. Uh, great company. Uh, great studio. They are very helpful. They helped us a lot. Uh, they did our intro. They, they, they taught us about sound. Uh, really helpful guys. Uh, if you ever need to record a CD or something, that's who you need to get to. Uh, but that is uh, Repo Records, taking the music back. Uh, also, Jay's Wings and Seafood over on the east side of Indianapolis. Uh, great food. <laughs> I mean, absolutely great food. Uh, you can call on your order to save a little time. That's 317-890-0088. Um, I love the Philly cheesesteak. It is my absolute favorite. I love it. Uh, it's great. Uh, but if you go in there, use promo code SMUGCAST, and they will give you 10% off your order. Um, this week, I uh, got a very special guest in the studio, and probably one of my favorites, because we're talking about beer. And this is SmugCast. Come on, get down, do it. I'm trying to run to the chopper and you... My GPS is always stuck in the goddamn jungle. Come on! This is Smugcast. Listen up. All right, welcome to another episode of Smugcast. I'm AP. With me, as always, the flyest dressed man in the room, the BJ. What up, AP? How are you, sir? Awesome. I'm excited. We got a uh, special guest with us today. Yes, we do. And it is uh, somebody new. It's not a rotation of the other clowns yeah. we usually have on. Yeah. this is. <laughs> we actually have somebody of importance. <laughs> I wouldn't say importance. Uh, Mr. Uh, different. Mr. Josh. Yeah. Josh is a co-owner, right? Yeah. Co-owner of uh, Elman Brewing Company out of Chicago. And as I'm told, it's not pronounced that. How do you pronounce it? Aleman. Aleman? Yeah. Okay. Looks like we had a different... That's what they call no. me at the doctor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no shit as much as, much as you're there. <laughs> so I actually uh, went to school with Josh. We're actually from the same big hometown of Seymour. Uh, oh, yeah. Big town, huh? Yeah. The town <laughs> that took down the Reno brothers. That's right. What? Hangman's Cross. Well, the very first train robbery happened in Seymour, Indiana. Yeah. I, I did not know that. And then there was a place right before it gets to 50 called Hangman's Crossing. Yeah. I, news yeah. to me. Yeah. Well, you maybe you need some more culture. No, I don't need cultured on Seymour. <laughs> hey, we're, people from that town are doing things. He has a brewing company. I have a podcast. We have John Mellencamp. We have Miss America. Yeah, we did have Miss America. Miss America? Who yeah. is that? Uh, Katie St- Stam? Well, yeah, it's Stam. But uh, I, I, don't, I can't remember. Uh, Heather's the middle one. Yeah. And then 
Like she was a girl that never talked. Yeah. And you never like like she would carry her book bags or you know, she was the last person you think wouldn't miss America. Not because of looks. Right. She wasn't very outgoing. Yeah, all all three of the girls. There's three of them, right? Yeah. And they're all they were all good looking girls. And their teachers I think their parents were teachers at the middle school, right? Yeah. Uh one was uh Mr. Stam, choir teacher, who ended up hating me after few years i spent a lot of time in quiet rooms <laughs> and then uh his wife was like the home ex do you know why they hate they hated me too you know why because i <laughs> i somebody told me that they were brother and sister because they look alike oh they do yeah. so i walked up and says what's it like working with your uh, husband every day and then he stopped me like a few periods later and i do you think that's funny <laughs> oh wait what they so- look alike and they're married and they're oh. from a, and they lived in this real small the part of Jackson County called Sowers, right? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. So, you know, I thought they were brother and sister because they both wore glasses. They both kind of had short hair and they their facial features were very similar. Oh, got you. So, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. He was known. Uh, so, you've always been a smart ass. Well, yeah. And like uh, Josh been known to have a mouth too. So, that's why. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're not going to make it out of a town like that unless you got a little bit of mouth on you. Yeah. No, yeah. And then, yeah, we actually, we actually got along. I just, I, Probably it's been well over a deco- decade since I've seen him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we spent some time at the boys' club and played basketball. Absolutely, big yeah. shout out to Dustin Bohall for bringing us back together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, so igniter. Yeah, our listener came through and got us a great guest. So the rest of the listeners get off your ass. You step your game up. Five stars. <clears throat> iTunes. It's not that hard. Yeah. So, but first and foremost, before we get into the. Um, get into what josh is into back by popular demand we have viewer questions so whose idea was it to bring these back uh i I, there's like five or six people that text me really that sent me questions want to know who the guest was so they sent me some viewer questions so i i figured i'd bring them back and then these are actually not these are actually not too bad one of are we so are we still going with calling it viewer questions even though we don't have a video no i did on purpose be a dick call viewer questions okay just making you sure. realize that I, it's, I like it. i like you it. didn't realize it's, it's listener questions <laughs> <laughs> well just we have, roll up the tongue you know. <laughs> so question number one uh, do you think games are coming back around again retro my brother actually sent this in because um, there's a commercial here in indianapolis one of the places where you can buy pool tables and stuff mm-hmm. They're selling arcade games yeah, now. Absolutely. So, and then the Super NES or the NES actually came out with a reboot. And I knew from oh, yeah, your yeah. background, you're a big gamer, and my brother oh, yeah. is, and I am too. So, do you see that coming back around? Uh, absolutely. Uh, actually, there's um, uh, the where I spent a lot of my free time when I was living in Chicago are barcades. Oh yeah, they're fucking sweet. Really. And uh, so basically, uh, shout out to Aporium, who's carried Ale Man from the get go too. We love you guys, but uh. There's one that I spent a lot of time at headquarters, and we would go, uh, was it Tuesday nights? And the games were all free. Oh, really? So, but the beers are, you know, like, they're Chicago price, seven bucks, yeah. but 16 ounce beer, yeah. whatever. Tons of TVs. You got old classic 80s uh, WrestleMania playing, oh, yeah. or Roller Derby, or Gladiators. All the uh, the beer menus were actually in comic books. And so you go, and I, I actually got to beat um, Contra. On arcade because it's free, so I could have fifty continues, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you have Double Dragon, Mortal Kombat. They'd have NBA Jam tournaments oh, where man. hundreds of people. I mean, sometimes you'd a, show up, you have to on fire. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was an I NBA mean, Jam fan. So I, actually, I think a lot of these are coming back. I actually bought NBA Jam for PlayStation Four for the kids to play because it was a game I played growing up. Yeah, and they didn't get it. Yeah, they no, didn't they get won't. it. They won't. I mean, oh, it's, it's so just, disappointing. Yeah, that's the one thing is that uh, the challenge of games today. 
they're fun. I mean, there's there's a lot of like uh, beautiful game. Like I'm really excited right now for the new Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. and you know it's 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 more of taking part in a movie now yeah. than taking part in a challenge. Oh, and yeah. there are still a lot of indie uh, game makers that are making games for like the Xbox Marketplace, PlayStation Marketplace, and they're actually making them at home and and then they're getting them put out there so you can buy them for like five bucks and it's all based off of retro style gaming that's so awesome. a lot of challenging no continues that kind of stuff yeah you know? did you see i uh i saw a thing the other day where um kokomo here in indiana um is uh finally finally in 2016 2017 going to uh legalize the use of pinball machines yeah, I, I heard that too. I heard that too. It was made illegal back in like I want to say like the fifties or the sixties. Yeah, because they said it was a game of chance, and they couldn't have that. <laughs> yeah, and and I think too it had like relations to drug use, like yeah, drug use oh yeah, or whatever. a lot like of tomfoolery maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I bumped my share of pinball machines before. I have to until he started putting them damn alarms on them. Yeah, hey, and if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's right. Know? That's right. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, and then one of the next questions we got, since he is part of the the beer culture, is yeah. uh, they want to know the best beer movie. Ooh, uh, man, uh, I'm trying to think. There's what's a bunch of scene. There's right? a bunch of different variations. I mean, because you have Animal House, a lot of beer yeah. and alcohol is involved. Yeah, yeah. You actually have Beer Vest, made, Beer Fest, made by Broken beer Lizard. Fest. Yeah, it's hilarious, it's awesome. <laughs> they're supposed to be making Pop Fest. They're supposed to make it yeah, like two years ago. Yeah, but Super Troopers Two is coming out. Yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're actually it's coming out. Meow. Yeah. They're, Anytime. They're meow. Right. Meow. Right. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> yeah, I've been following them on that, and yeah, they're close to being done. So. Huh. That's awesome. So I would That's have exciting. to. I mean, I think schnozberries taste like, like schnozberries. <laughs> you boys like Mexico. <laughs> Go ahead and sit on Uncle Rabbit's lap. Nope, that's not a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who wants a mustache ride? I do. Oh, right. I do. I do. All right, so Beer Fest is a great, I think it's a great beer movie because it, it's, you know, about original recipe. I think that's a good one. Animal House is a great one. Man, I, um, I would I would probably say Beer Fest. It's um, got to be. Because it I, with Animal House, I do enjoy Animal House, um, but I almost see it more as one of those uh, – those college, yeah, like college comedy, um, beer fest but, is about beer. Yeah, and I mean it, it. But yeah, there's there's a lot of them, and there's probably gonna there's probably a lot of them that just wouldn't trigger immediately. Think yeah, about you know, and then oh, you yeah, could be like, yeah. oh yeah, that was, yeah. I know. know. As soon as we get done, we're gonna I'm gonna go downstairs, and it's gonna be like, oh man, there's like three movies we didn't even mention. Yeah, sit up at like midnight. Like, uh-huh. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, when you pull it up, and when you pull it up. First one that's listed is Beer Fest Unrated. And then here's another uh, classic. Grandma s- handling that sausage in there. Uh, I know it. <laughs> that makes me feel funny. Um, Artie Lang's Beer League. Which, okay, yeah. Which was funny. Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. 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 Bur- Shit, see? Yeah, didn't think of that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'd have thought of that later. And they only have like nine listed, actually. I mean, there's movies I never even heard of. Beer Hunter, the movie. American Beer. Creating a nation, wait, no beer. That's almost like a 1933 movie, actually. Yeah. Young Frankenstein, young young Einstein from 1988. It's like Beer Hunter, like a parody of Deer Hunter. Um, like old, is that what when that old movie Deer the Deer Hunter? Yeah, with Robert De Niro, yeah. Robert De Niro being on that. Uh, the story of Michael. I don't know. It's just weird, but yeah, there's not a whole lot with actually around beer. But Beer Fest was actually listed in Strange Brew with oh, Rick yeah. Moranis. Yeah. 
So I, I still think it's Beer Fest. I mean, I could, I love watching Beer Fest. Broken Lizard's one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. They started out as a comedy troupe they met in college. And their you know their um, very first movie they made? Yeah, it's the, the college where they're in college. It was, it was Puddle Cruisers. Puddle Cruisers, yep. yeah. I didn't know. I, I just remember the cover of it is a girl in a skirt's butt, and that's about it. Yeah. And them down like in the corner, like and then and they kind of went left with um, what was it Club Dread? Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, but it was aw- like, it was awful good. Yeah. So, well, I, I was surprised that it actually had some pretty good like horror in it. You know, like I was like, okay, there's some cool like graphic scenes that you're just kind of like, oh, like I'm used to these guys making me laugh. And I can't say his last name. It's Jay Sharkin Narkarn. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, he I actually Jay. He actually directed um, <laughs> the reboot of. Um, Daisy Duke. I can't even think of it. Dukes of Hazzard. Dukes, Dukes of Hazzard. Hazzard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's done a lot of TV directing too. Yeah, so he's pretty good. Yeah, he's. Yeah, those guys are. Uh, they're one of those groups of guys that <laughs> come out of nowhere, but you just you kind of root for them. You yeah, know, yeah. like you're just kind of like us. I mean, they started out just like how we started out, and but they couldn't get funding for Super Troopers two forever. Right. So, and then and, uh, the next question is, when's the last time you guys did a keg stand? Oh man. Oh Jesus. Um, that had to be probably 2002. Yeah, I would say that's probably around the time when I was still crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I would think that I would forget the yeah. last time <laughs> I'm doing keg stands. It was probably well, a night I forget anyways. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where it was. I just know it probably happened that year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of people look forward to me doing a keg stand. Uh, no. No. So, it, the, so. You, Half the party would have to hold you up. So it probably would have to be early, like right at, it'd, it'd probably even be back in high school, probably last time I did one. Yeah. We didn't get kegs in high school. Town was too small. I don't think they carried kegs. We always went out like and got like Rolling Rock. We were we were stupid crazy. Like, oh, cause yeah. it was like, oh yeah, Rolling Rock. I don't want Budweiser and stuff. Let's get Rolling Rock. Well, I remember we used to drink um, Ice House. Yeah, yeah. Because that was like I want to say it was like six percent alcohol yeah, it was or something strong, like that. Yeah. And it tasted like ass, but oh, yeah. it'd get you drunk off a couple of them. Oh yeah. At least get you a good buzz going. I used to just get a fifth of vodka and a fifth <laughs> of Sprite and just sit around and marinate. <laughs> Man, we had. Um, we had, I can't even remember the name of them, but they were like, um, I can still see the label. It was like a blue label, um, but it had, uh, they had orange ones. Uh, they had, I think like a sour apple one and they, they came in a six pack. I mean, it was almost like, you know, your girl drinks or whatever, right. but they had like crazy amounts of alcohol in them. And we'd go get like a six pack of those on a Friday or Saturday night and just pound them and just, you know, just be toasted. But then yeah. wake up the next morning and all that sugar you took in and oh, oh yeah. you just oh, feel like, oh, yeah. feel like death. Well, that was the same. We had a, I ran around with a buddy who who went on the Zima kick. Oh. <laughs> dropping Jolly Ranchers and Zimas That's and shit. We talked, and, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, oh man. You know, and then today that guy, the same guy, he's. He's like a scotch drinker, whiskey, yeah. you know, and you yeah. just look back. We always tease him, like, hey, don't forget, man. Uh-huh. You were drinking Zimas <laughs> at, a part, at parties back in the day. So. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever had a Zima. I had many Zimas, actually. Yeah. I don't. I, there was a, there was a, there was about a five month span right out of high school that I had to get away from gin. For some reason, Seagram's gin was my shit. And I don't know if it was because <laughs> of Snoop Dogg. Yeah. You know, I was drinking orange juice and Seagram's gin. Yeah. I wanted to be, yeah. I loved the dog. So, uh-huh. um, but yeah, I had to get off that. So I started trying like the Smirnoff shit. And oh, trying yeah. these malt beverages. Yep. And, and then you realize that, yeah, you wake up and uh-huh. you're just like, why do yeah. I feel like this? You yep. know? 
you know, Keystone know. doesn't make me feel like this. You know? <laughs> yeah. Then you realize that sh- sugar is awful yeah, for it's you. It's all when the you're sugar drinking. that yeah. you're drinking, man. Oh, it'll get you. Yeah, you gotta wake up and have some salt. Yeah, have some uh, some water. Yeah, some raw bacon, just shot you know, of vodka. Just whatever you need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just try to soak it all out of you. Yeah, I don't miss those days at all. <laughs> no, I mean it's one of the reasons I I just I don't drink that much anymore. It's just yeah, I can smell it and have a terrible morning. You yeah, know? like it just feels like yeah. just always no matter what. I can. I mean tequila. Tequila's been kind to me the last couple of years. And there's there's a few nights when me and my wife will get a chance to go out, and I'm like, well, let's. Let's go hard. And, yeah, and tequila's usually tequila. yeah. It's been it's been kind to me. I um uh, I don't know. I got always I was always told that if you drank a clear liquor, you wouldn't have any problems. Yeah, I and I've it. I've kind of stuck to that, but I, I don't know if it's that I'm I'm too old to really go hard right. to really try to find out, yeah. or, or if it just it really doesn't. <laughs> right, I don't know. Well, and you got but, that experience where you know your line. You know, oh, yeah. so you get that line. It's like, well. Are we going to step over? Uh, <laughs> are we going to keep pushing? Or, you know, do I want to get up and do yeah. something tomorrow uh-huh. kind of thing? Yeah. I was always a habitual line offender. A what? So here's the line where I should have oh, stopped yeah. at. Yeah. I was over here somewhere. Like the, oh, yeah. I was finding the next line. Yeah. I definitely and, have have always had a problem with knowing where that line's at. Yeah. It's like you get I get there, and it's like, well, what they're doing over there looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a couple more. Let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Oh, that, that's... Oof. And that was one of the questions they had, like the one of your best drunk stories, but I, but I couldn't even like some of the best ones you don't even remember. Oh yeah, the best ones are you're not supposed no. to. You know. <laughs> but if you're I, around me, you remember because I will oh, take video. Oh and, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Shut up. Notorious <laughs> with my phone. The uh, I'd say that probably, uh, and of course that wasn't even uh, the conspiracy theory episode. Probably wasn't the worst I've ever been. It was just it happened. I drank so much in a shorter period of time yeah. and it, that's, you know, that, that'll get you. But I remember I, uh, I went to Indy 500 one year and, uh, we took in, I had a cooler, like one of those little, I don't know, not soft coolers, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think I had like an 18 pack in it. And then we also had a fifth of uh, Jim Beam and, uh, <clears throat> we, um, finished it all. And it was about 110 degrees outside oh, that day. Yeah. And, you know, you don't, when you're that, that drunk, you don't think about, oh, maybe I need to drink a Gatorade right now. Right. And I just remember, well, vaguely remember walking out of that place and going to the back of my buddy's car. And there I slept for the next four hours while him and his family, because they all, it's like a big, you know, well, it's actually Tim's family who's on here. Um, they go early in the morning, they set up shop, cook breakfast. And then when it's over, instead of fighting the traffic, they set back up, fix supper. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a great time, I, I think. And, <laughs> but, so they're all doing this and I'm passed out in the back of a hot car. And I remember just waking up and the, the worst headache I've ever had in my life. It was just, it, it's like, I could feel my heart thumping in my head. It was just, dude. It's that de- dehydration headache. Oh, oh yeah, oh, it's, it's the horrible. worst. Joints hurt. Oh, like, it was that. Was, oh. And you're talking yeah. to God, like I won't do this again. You make this go away. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we we uh, we pounded about four or five Gatorades and then went back out that night. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, you gotta think I was I don't even know 25 at that time, 26 right. something like that. My worst was my 30th birthday. We um, a couple of our buddies were gonna go out. This is obviously six years ago. We pregame. I think we had like uh, two six packs of Coronas. We drank those. 
went out to the bar, had a couple more beers, mm-hmm. and then they here comes the Jaeger bombs. Oh, Jesus. It's like 23 of them later. Oh. I'm uh. outside talking to strangers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We met the Colts cheerleaders. I saw a photo of that. My wife broke a, <laughs> Don't my, remember. My wife broke a window at a bar oh. by sitting on it. Uh-oh. I was in a wife beater. She in a sit stu- on a window? Yeah. On How a, is that possible? Well, the way that it's just like a window like that right there. But the way she, the angle of it, oh. it was an old, it's it's um, old downtown bar in Indianapolis. Oh yeah, yeah. So she almost fell out a second floor window. <laughs> I'm wearing nothing but a scarf and a wife beater in the middle of you know it's March. It's still like 30 degrees that's, outside. That's during, attractive. Yeah. yeah. At that time it was actually. <laughs> no, that's never attractive. Um, and then somehow there was pictures of taints on my phone. Taints yeah. two weeks two weeks in a row we got we got yeah. we got the talk of taints yeah, yeah. Well, that'll happen yeah because <laughs> we were all, like hey take a group picture and then somehow my f- phone disappeared and people were taking pictures uh-huh. yeah. yeah there's pictures of me in the restroom and it was just it was just not <laughs> I was hung over for three days oh that happens because yeah. it was on a Saturday night so Sunday I was off I had to drive down to my mom's for um she wanted to see her son on her thirtieth birthday. My hair was like eight foot tall, <laughs> and I, I I think I took like nineteen showers to try to recuperate, and it just didn't work. That sounds like my wife's twenty first birthday. I just yeah, I passed. I was I was passed out at my mom's house, and she was just so mad. Oh yeah, now my twenty first birthday, we took my wife out. I, with that night, I had a buddy. I called him because the cab wouldn't show up. He comes, picks it up. We put her in bed. I didn't see her for three days. I just I would just take water up and food. Yeah. And I, I know that after a while, I would go back and check, and it would be gone. So I would take it back down, <laughs> bring something else up, and I, I just she I never saw her move for three days. Wow. Yeah, that was the, and the thirtieth was the last time I really just let loose. I mean, because the Jaeger bombs they just go down so smooth. Oh, they yeah. do, man. Freaking Jaeger, Red Red Bull and alcohol is so bad for oh, you. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh. I don't know. Yeah, who would have ever thought too that that would work? No, you know? uh-uh. like, it was two drunk guys. Yeah, it was. It was a oh, dare. Yeah. It had to be a dare. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the biggest things here. Try this. Like, oh, it's really good. Just bang, bang. <clears throat> it's probably Jaeger and Red Bull came together and just wanted to. Um... Well, now that you got the damn machine, yeah, or you can combine them all anyway. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they they're not stupid. Yeah, we we had one of those when I was living in Bloomington, uh, right out out of high school. Right uh, when I actually I got done, I went and played. Uh, college basketball for two years and then uh, retired play, or whatever. Where'd you play ball at? Uh, junior college. Oh, yeah. Up north. Yeah. yeah up, right uh, Michiana, like about 15 minutes south of South Bend. Yeah. Right on. So, yeah, yeah. I played two years and then uh, my feet and knees went out. So, I oh, retired. Oh, cool. So, we're all in the same club. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> we're all going to be screwed when we're about 60. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to have some things redone probably in the next yeah. 20 years. But hopefully with sports science the way it is, oh, we'll yeah. be all right. You yeah. Know? We just need some stem cells. Yeah, exactly. That'll fix us up. <laughs> so, and then um, now what we're going to get into is he is he is the owner of a brewing company, like I said, in Chicago. And what was the name of it again? Aleman. All right. And the website is alemanchicago.com, correct? Yes. And then how many how many different types of beers do you guys produce? Um, We have our... five regular beers that we'll do regularly and put out regularly and then um we'll do fun ones here and there we uh we did a one actually surprised us we did uh uh, one for the fall we're like well everybody does pumpkin spice beers and yeah you know i I don't mind pumpkin spice i'm just 
fucking over it when it comes to beer. You know, like <laughs> yeah. like pumpkin spice peanut butter, stuff like that. Uh-huh. All right, I'm cool with that. And then you yeah. get pumpkin spice lattes yeah, and everything, yeah. So, like, we were just like, well, let's, you know, let's let's try something different. And being in Chicago, we're all Bill Murray. I mean, who's not a Bill Murray fan? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, we were like, well, uh, we all grew up in the good time of Ghostbusters. So, how about we make a uh, pale ale based off the Echo Cooler? So oh. we're like, so how do we do that? So we sat and broke down everything. What we did was we, uh, the Ecto Cooler was a tangerine flavored. I think uh-huh. it was high C. Yeah. Did it. And so we did a, a double pail uh, with tangerine. So we used real tan. We uh, did half real tangerine juice. And then um, uh, the other half we did like a puree, puree yeah. kind of stuff. Um, so it ended up coming out awesome. And, really? Um, just off of people finding out that it's based off the ecto cooler and we actually called it vinkman yeah um so um yeah it did it did great it sold out in a week um, wow and how much of that did you, how much of that did you make um how many gallons did we make we made it was a pretty small batch it wasn't it wasn't nearly i'm trying to think maybe maybe 30 kegs of it yeah, I can't, I can't quite. I can't remember. Still, that's but, quite a bit of beer. Yeah. So and yeah, and the good thing is, is you know, that uh, with that now next year we have something we we can market. And oh yeah. Get people excited. And oh bring yeah. It back. That's only um, gonna. That's only gonna grow. Yeah. So we we do. Uh, we've done. We do a lot of beers. Also for. Um, we have a lot of connections with people who own bars or run bars stuff like that. And so we've done uh, specialty beers for um, called the Maybell Ale, which is a I believe it's a Belgian style beer that. Um, a certain percentage of all sales goes to Alzheimer's. Oh yeah. Um, so we did that for somebody. We uh, we've actually two years in a row we brewed beer for uh, Ram Dodge Ram Company. Really? So for their big uh, truck show here in Indianapolis. Yeah, I saw that on the web. On I think it was on Twitter. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So we teamed up with actually um, here in Indiana Triton Brewing Company. Yeah. Who's, okay. Uh, uh, good guys make great stuff. A lot of fun. If you follow them on uh, Instagram and Facebook, they're they're goofballs. They're they're a lot of fun. Um, so we teamed up with them and did it. And Ram wanted to separate themselves from all the other companies. So it was like, well, shit, let's put some beer in our area. Yeah, and yeah, and it worked, man. Everybody, really? yeah. Oh when, yeah, man. When time started to wind down, everybody in the convention was. That's was over awesome. There, so hell yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so what, what what kind of beer? I mean, what kind of beer was that? It was a uh, a pale wheat, I guess yeah. you could call it. With um, what we did, we used. Uh, uh, blood orange okay and um so it it came out uh both day i mean the first year uh i actually liked it a little better um the first year and then the second year that came out this past year um, it was still really good it just uh i'm not a huge wheat that oh, kind yeah. of style you know in a way so it wasn't my thing people really liked it though yeah um they sold it pretty quickly at their tap room and everything like that so that's all that matters yeah i mean i i'm a of course i'm a wheat beer fan mm-hmm. myself I, uh, I'm not going to mention who it is, but there's a certain beer that I, I look forward to every year. And then um, this year they didn't, my liquor store didn't carry it until last night when I went. I'm like, that's a summer beer and it's now winter. Yeah. I don't want your shit now. <laughs> yeah. Is it made here in Indiana? Uh, No. Oh. Okay. No. It's. I was thinking gumball head. No, first... no. That's good stuff yeah. though too, man. I love that. But no, it's, it's, it's a, uh, a national beer, but it's, it's one of the. Of course, I mean, I drink, I drink several national beers, but I, I like a beer that's different yeah. and it's just different. 
I had a buddy get me on it one time, and from then on, I'm like, I gotta have it during the summer. Man, yeah. it's a perfect summer beer. You know, it's it's got a little, it's got a little citrusy flavor, mm-hmm. um, not too much, because I know they make one that's lemon, yeah. and it tastes like crap. Yeah, but well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, but I noticed when I went on your website and I was checking out the names of the beer. I love the names of the beer. Yeah, I love that there's a theme, because if you go through, we have the man, the ladies' man, strong man. And the soul man. <laughs> the soul man. So, yeah, our uh, our saying is man, woman, human, ale man. So um, with our branding, which was one of the very first things we started putting together before we even had a facility, all that, we wanted to focus on branding. Yeah. Um, once again, when we were talking earlier before we started, um, you can turn anything into a business as long as you treat it like a business. Oh, yeah. And so with us and doing when you're selling food, liquor, um, anything like that, uh, branding is very important and it's actually one of the things we get praised a lot by other people is with what we've done with our branding um, so what we want to do is we want to end everything with man our kind of mm-hmm. idea is the renaissance man so everything we do for instance the the weed ale we do is the ladies man yeah and it has nothing to do with it being <laughs> for ladies yeah you know it's just um, so what we do is we wanted to make a, a good wheat beer is pretty simple to make, and a lot of people make good wheat beers. Yeah. Same way with IPAs, things like that. So what can we do to kind of switch it up? Well, we use lemon thyme in it, and we actually grow it ourselves. Oh. And what a lot of people don't know is that it's pretty impossible to kill the thyme plant. Oh, so really? So it makes us feel good. And we're like, oh, we're growing some. But yeah. really, like, yeah. you can just let it go. Uh-huh. It'll do its thing. Yeah. But it grows very quickly, and you don't have to use a whole lot of it to get what you need out of it. So what it does for our beer, it gives it gives it more of a, um, it gives it a citrus, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah. And when we were first using it, um, I actually really liked it better when we first started because the aftertaste almost would leave like a clove. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever smoked like those cloves, yeah, it would, it would oh, absolutely. Of, it would kind of leave that little taste. And yeah, I was like, oh, I kind of like that, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people didn't. So um, really, yeah. So we've kind of balanced it out. You still get that a little bit. Uh-huh. It's just not as strong. strong. Yeah. yeah. But still, it's a really, really good beer. And I mean, I'm not just saying it because it's ours, but we do we do a good job with it. What's uh What's the alcohol percentage on that one? The the ladies man. Uh, four something. Is I think. It? That's that, that that sounds like a beer that I would like. Yeah, I'm, and like I said, I, I and especially during uh, like summer because it's actually with the lemon thyme and stuff, it's very refreshing. It's yeah, like juicy in yeah. a way. So, um, it's yeah, it's it's solid. But yeah, so, we so we want everything to end in man. Yeah, and so with every everything, we actually have a list of probably twenty five hundred names that end in man that we've all come together oh, really? and put together. Um, that are just waiting for beers, wait, waiting for us to get rights to, gotcha. uh, just for future, yeah, you know things. Yeah. So, so um, we you guys uh, are thinking this out. Yeah, no, it's it's this is. Uh, I mean, it's you got to take things seriously, whether it's ridiculous or not. Oh if, yeah. If you want something, if you want it to be um, you, or you want, you know, you got to have. It's all about making a buck off passion. Oh yeah. You know, we've all worked jobs and stuff that we don't like. Mm-hmm. Um. And we're lucky enough in today's world with all the technology and the things and the way our society has shifted, you can make a dollar doing about anything. Oh, yeah. And a lot of it's legal, too. So, yeah. <laughs> so if you do it right, you know, back in the days, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a lot of things were illegal to yeah. make money. But so, you know, it's it's taking every um, every little step and taking it seriously. Oh, yeah. And not... Um, not passing over the small things and just yeah. focusing on big things. You know, it's, if you can't, if you can't do the small things properly, you should never be trusted enough with the big things where you should, you'll never reach the big things. Oh yeah. 
So we've, uh, so that's definitely one thing we've, uh, we're very proud of and things that we put a lot of, um, time effort and a lot of, uh, group chats and yeah. video oh, yeah. meetings and stuff to put together. When did, when did you guys start this? Like how long you been around? Um, we got, we actually got fully licensed last April, Yeah, but to get where we're at today, it's been four years. Yeah. So a lot of, we, we just didn't show up with bags of cash. And so, um, we literally had to outthink the system and outthink loopholes and which is something I'm very proud of. It's, oh, yeah. it's pretty cool when there's something that we look at and you're like, well, that's impossible. Well, no, no, is no. it, you know, <laughs> you know, let's just, let's think about it. Anything's and, possible. Right. And yeah. we've, we found our way, we found our way to do all these things. And, um, it's something that I'm, I'm actually very proud of and I'm, I'm happy to go through the struggle. I'm happy to deal with, um, the worrying because if everything just fell into place, I may yeah. not wake up every day thinking about my company. You or appreciate like, it more. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that's like when we first started was we didn't have bags of cash. And, and then when we talked to people like, Hey, we're doing a podcast and it's a little bit different oh, yeah. from what he's doing, but it's still the same concept. Like, like we want to be successful. We, we take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. I know we may act like silly on this, but outside of this is, I mean, you got to go through and I showed you what I go through right. just for you coming on. And I know you. Right. And that's, and that's something that is every day we're thinking of Aaron will send me a, a text message or, or we're like, Hey, sound needs to get better. Like, Hey, yeah. we, we should have this different filter on. And cause we do want to make this eventually where we do make money and everything like that. So, and, What's been some of the struggles for you? I mean, how many people do it with you? Um, there are uh, four of us total um, and as as working owners. And yeah. we have some, I guess you call like angel investors, like mm-hmm. silent investors that yeah. have helped us um, get started in ways. But and honestly, we have uh, a ton of connections. Yeah. And we have a lot of people that um, respect us and uh, really enjoy what we're doing and how we do it. And, um, so in a lot of ways, um, the hardest thing would probably be, um, just being patient and like, (laughs) like, don't, uh, don't talk to me about patience. I don't have any. Yeah. Like, and I don't either. Like when we first got the first amount of downloads that came in, I was just like, and he was, and me and him were talking to each other, and, and we had to. I mean, we did second guess it at the beginning, like you know, maybe we do suck, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then we're just like, we just want to keep at it, and right. then that's something that like, what when I heard that you know you would want to come on, and that's when I talked to you about because you took something from scratch, and now like I saw the website, I saw like you're having you're gonna have a um, coming up in December, was it tomorrow or you're having a dinner? Where yeah, you we ma- do a lot of dinners and stuff. For and people. that was, I saw that they matched the beer with the food. I know, that's all. Aw- I uh, always wanted to go and do one of those, Yeah, man. they're a lot of fun. We, and do, it made we me do a sa- lot of them. And it made me sad. I'm like, that's so far away from us. <laughs> I know, I know. We will make it there, though. I love, to, I love Chicago. We're yeah. to move, are, we moving to, are we moving to Chicago? If we get, big, if we get big enough, yeah. Are we declaring this right now? <laughs> no, no, no. My wife does not want to move north. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's off, It can get awfully cold up there. So you hit snow today, right? Yeah. They got a bunch last night, yeah, right? Yeah, we got dumped on. Jeez. The good thing about Chicago, though, is that the snowplow team are ballers. Really? I mean, you, I, I don't know how many times in my 10 years of living up there, Looking out the window about eleven o'clock at night, just being like, "Oh shit, 
Yeah. And then you wake up in the morning and everything's just clear. It's clean. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like, like somebody well, it just it happens that just, much. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the, the, no, they just, they're, they're pre They're, they're ready for it. They're, they're way, way too ready for it. <laughs> like to where they just, they <laughs> yeah. crush it, you know? And, yeah. and they don't get enough respect. You never hear, you never hear people in the street saying like, you know, like, oh. wow, man, like I'm really <laughs> thankful to have yeah. this, you know? And like, yeah. you never hear the papers writing about them. They're yeah. like, yeah, those, the, the city, the city handles it like a yeah. boss, man. They're yeah, they're very they're very good about that. Shoot it, Indy. What well, last year we got what about two inches of snow all year? Yeah, something like that. I know we didn't. My kids are still been griping at me for two years because they want to go out in the snow and make snow angels. And I'm like, well, you gotta have snow, right? <laughs> or they're just like mud dirt angels. And, but it's you know. weird. My uh, my youngest is three, so last year she didn't see snow, so she's never really can remember seeing right. snow. Yeah. Well, then here, what, two, three days ago, like, you know, I mean, it wasn't really snowing, but, the, you know, it was right. snowing enough and it was cold enough to where stuff was kind of landing on the ground and blowing around. She was blown away. Yeah. Because she was like, yeah, what is this? Right. <laughs> my, you know, my wife's like, what's well, snow? Right. She's like, this is amazing. It's so pretty. Yeah. Look, there's some over there. There's some over It's like, yeah, honey, it's snow. Yeah. And my wife didn't get it. And I was like, we well, got to think she's never seen it. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, it didn't snow last year. That was her unicorn. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Well, well the only thing that bothers me is this. It's too When it gets 90, 95, it's too hot. Now it's too cold. I can't wait for summer. People in Indiana are so bipolar because of the weather. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Because actually when I was watching the um, the Toasty, one of the episodes, you were talking about it was actually 70 on Monday, and then the next day it was like 30 and snowing. Yeah. And that's yeah. the same way here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That, that's why we're all bipolar and crazy. Well, like Indiana is the only place I've ever seen people that wear a hoodie, sweatshirt, and shorts. Oh, you know, I do like, Because you just never know. You <laughs> yeah, know, know like, right? Give it 15 minutes. Uh-huh. It may change. Yeah. And you wake up in the morning, man, it might be 60, you know. Like, all right, man, I'll throw a hoodie on. Right. You know, within two hours, it's 85 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Always have extra car clothes in your car and yeah, stuff just in case it changes. Yep. And then where did the, um, where did the name come from? Uh, come from Aleman, which is um, Latin and German. So when we first started out, how we how all this came about was that we we won a competition. So we were brewing a beer. We were brewing beer in um, a restaurant during closed hours. So the restaurant that all my partners worked at and ran didn't open until four o'clock. So during the morning, um, on I think it was Tuesday mornings, Wednesday mornings, we would go in and we'd brew beer in five gallon buckets yep. all with homemade equipment and stuff I've like that. I've been there. Yeah. So we were doing that and um, they actually, before I came on, made uh, the beer, which is the day man. And um, they were, we have a very good connection, a good friendship with a gentleman who ran and was ahead of all the stone brewing companies, uh, Illinois sales and stones out of Escondido, California, mm-hmm. one of the biggest craft brewing companies in the world now. Um, so he was like, well, they're having this competition. You guys need to put this beer in. And what it was, was a coffee IPA. Uh, but what we had done or what they'd done, um, is we, they created a coffee beer that wasn't dark. It came with an amber color and a frothy head, which you really had never seen. Yeah. And, um, so, we're like, well, they're like, all right, we'll, we'll enter it. It'll be fun. We'll see what, you know. And so the, the judges were actually Greg Koch, which uh, I always call him the Michael Jordan of craft beer. He was the co-creator and the big honcho of Stone Brewing Company. Been brewing beer for 40-something years. And um, and the other judges were uh, Jim and John Ebel from the uh, Two Brothers. And so two breweries that we, we have a lot of respect for. I mean, they've done it, and, you know, they've done really well. 
So once they saw our beer, it, it both it blew them away. They didn't realize that you could do this. And we didn't really realize we were doing anything big. We just kind of wanted to make, yeah. Uh, we like we like coffee. We like beer. Let's do a coffee beer. Not a lot of them around, so they See, tried I've, it out. I've never heard of a coffee beer. Yeah, actually, I actually had. Yeah, really. I, I don't know. Like yeah. I, I don't. I, now I feel left out of the party. Like I don't, I'm gonna have to find a coffee beer. The only reason is um, give, Stone, some, give me something to drink in the mornings. Stone Cold Steve Austin has a podcast, and he actually has his own IPA now. And then he was talking about on what he had somebody on. I can't remember who it was. And they were talking about different IPAs and things that. And that's where the first time I ever heard of a coffee one before. Really? Yeah. So does it taste like coffee at all? Well, you get you get the dark roast. Really? It. So the way the way we actually ended up. So when we won that competition, we got to go out to California and we got to brew the day man on a mass scale. It wow. got released in twenty um, something states. Uh, went went wild. It and then it got voted in Draft Magazine and um, Wine Enthusiast Magazine. It got voted a top fifteen beer of the year. Really? So we all of a sudden are just like, oh shit! Like wow. we're a garage band, and people yeah. we just did a sh- we just yeah. opened up for Nirvana, <laughs> you know. But like, so yeah. now we have all this this hype rolling with us, and we're like, well, um, let's let's do something with this. So yeah. we started looking around at um, at restaurants that were closed and looking to buy a spot to do a brew pub. And what we were going to do is one of the owners, the working owners at the time that was with us, uh, was a really good chef, a really creative, brilliant uh, chef. So. We were thinking Aleman, which would be, um, which is German and Latin, so the food would be Latin and German infused, and so we'd be like Aleman, Aleman, cool, it works out. Oh yeah, and um, all that we just couldn't couldn't find something that we could afford, but and would also give us exactly the space and um, what we needed for our game plan. So we were like, well, you know, opening a brewery would be much easier, anyways. Let's do that. Three years later. <laughs> uh, we get our brewery going, you know, so, um, that's kind of how everything started out. Um, but for me getting into it was, uh, basically the same way I got into anything in my life and it was pure luck. Yeah. Um, it was just being able to notice cause we, we all, everyone, everyone every day gets a, gets an opportunity given to them. Now, whether you notice it or not and yeah. execute it is different. And for me, I've always been somebody that's seen everything as an opportunity so i luckily kind of just fell into this with these guys yeah um, they were running that restaurant my wife and i just moved to lincoln square and we were living like a block down from the restaurant found it started going regularly met them became friends with them they invited me in oh yeah and man. then just told them one day i was like hey if you guys are wanting to take this to the next level let me know i've got cash i'll yeah. be more than happy to invest with you and jim who's the head brewmaster who's, who's badass he uh I was like, well, how about you just join us? Okay. So we, All right. Done. Yeah. So we made a deal and uh, made a date, and we went and set up and ate breakfast, and they gave me all the paperwork, and um, we kind of just – I told them what I could bring to the table. They told me what they already had and things like that. I worked everything out, and everything kind of just fell into place. How long ago was that? That was four uh, years, or about four years ago. It was okay. Yeah. You said there was. Maybe you five. said there was a, what a three like a three year lull there between. Yeah, we had um, we just we had um, <laughs> we just had a lot of punches thrown, and so oh, yeah. um, just things we had we had to have all of our equipment shipped from China, um, and it's kind of custom made in a way. When it got here, 
everything was written in Mandarin with no instructions. <laughs> Not oh, many shit. people speak Mandarin. No, and huh? uh, luckily we have a great electrician who had everything, got everything put together and stuff for us. So that took a year, year and a half. Oh, man. Um, then we got some equipment given to us that didn't work and was actually designed for um, not American-style kegs because European kegs, American kegs are designed differently. Um, so there's just things like that. Um, we ran into some uh, some money things. We were just running out of money. Um, we had to rethink everything. But, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, one of the things that I've really enjoyed is, is the journey, is figuring all these problems out. Oh, yeah. Instead of... Instead of um, because it's very easy to let your mentality take over and just be like, "Hey, man, just fucking throw the throw in the towel. Yeah. Go back to your day job." Yeah. And being able to overcome that and um, just being like, "Okay, another challenge. Let's do it. Bring Let's it. Figure it out." Yeah. So, yeah. um, how hard <laughs> was it to do it in Cook County? Because we know Cook County is notorious for all of a sudden you get taxed for this, another license. This is, is did that make it more difficult? Um, it actually used to be. There's a brewery in um, in Chicago that uh, it's called Revolution, and I call them kind of the godfather of Chicago beer. And they basically had all the laws changed to make things easier. Um, really? Once they got to show and prove that we can we can create jobs, we can we can bring you tax money, and people are and there's a culture for it. And I think there's over a hundred breweries in Chicago now. Really? Because of all this. Yeah. yeah so I mean, it's, it seems like down here, man, every time you turn around, there's like, a, there's another brewery. Yeah. And that's with Sun King. Sun King's done a lot of that yeah. down here. They've really helped create the culture. There's actually one here. in our hometown too, actually. Yeah. I will yeah, say, I will say, uh, some of these around here aren't that good. <laughs> no, no, you know, and like, and that was the, that's the one thing with Chicago too. Like, uh, we're actually a lot of, a lot of beer analysts and whatever, uh, they call Chicago the capital of craft beer in America. Yeah. And so, but if you taste a lot of like the really good um, Chicago beers and then you taste like California, Colorado, who's been brewing beer a lot longer than we have, um, the Chicago beer is, is good. Yeah. It's just, you can taste a lot of um, inexperiences. There's a lot of consistency things that um, are just very slight that are there, but they'll all go away after time. It's yeah. just we haven't been doing it as long yeah. as California and, and Colorado. But with because Colorado and, and California have paved the road, we'll be able to get to their point faster than what they did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, so we're, we're, we're getting there. I mean, there are tons. Uh, Goose Island, which was one of the top ones, they sold to Anheuser. And then the two top uh, thinkers and minds of Goose Island went off and made two different ones. And one of them is uh, Moody Tongue, and it's one of my favorite breweries in Chicago. They yeah. Do, they just do, I mean, he's just, he's so legit. <laughs> you can just <laughs> taste the stuff, and you can yeah. tell that he's just on a, on a level of um, just efficiency, and all that is just very impressive. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, I've drank a lot of craft beer, and, um, I don't, you know, like some of these I say I don't think taste very good. Mm-hmm. Um, you... Um, and it's and it's almost the same every time. Like the ones that I don't think taste good, it's there's a weird flavor in all of them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not just saying it's not just a weed. It's not you know just an IPA. It's not. But it's like in every one of them, there's there's just this one weird little flavor in them, and it just I can't I can't take it. It's it's yeah. so disgusting that I mean I literally can't drink their beer, and that's right. that's almost impossible because I can drink about any beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is a, there's a massive bubble 
um, that's being created. A lot of breweries are popping up now in America. It's kind of the new restaurant. You get some money mm-hmm. and you throw money and you make a brew pub. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of them popping up. And when that bubble bursts, there are going to be a lot of them that just go away. Yeah. And so for us, uh, we, we kind of, we're expecting that. So we've actually prepped ourselves for that. So if we, we can make, you know, a hundred, 200, 300, 400, 500 gallons of beer. If we taste it out of the vat and we don't like it, it's not going out. Yeah. We'll dump the shit down the drain. Oh yeah. Even if we lose our ass, yeah. I mean, we don't care. You can't put out a bad product. Right. You know, yeah. we, we just, we're all about. It's worth it in the long run. Right. And yeah. we, we look at all of our beer, our tap handles are all handmade cars. Yes. I saw those. Yeah. That's amazing. why I, was, I had a question. Like who does that? Um, a good buddy of my uh, partner, Brad, his high school buddy. Um, actually does and takes about three hours to do. And he hand carves every hand one carves of those. every single one of yeah, them. Yeah, I was looking at those this morning, man. Those are amazing. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. yeah. So like with everything, we want everything to resemble us in a way. So we want you to be able to drink a beer and all the all the different the it maybe have some weirdness to it, but you, know, you have the tap handle. You have all these things. We want all of that to be a part of us. We want you as a drinker to feel that you know a little bit about us because oh, yeah. of everything we've we yeah, put ourselves man. on. Um, but yeah, it, it's with Indiana um, with that with with the bubble. You're gonna have people that are just putting stuff out to do it. Yeah, a lot. Of, I mean, it takes a ton of money to get these things started. So a lot of people are just worried about getting that money back. Oh and yeah, they're just willing to put things out. I mean, I, I um, we have a close friend who lives down in Florida now, but me and him. Um, he had the idea, and then this has been before I had. This is probably six or seven years ago. He's like, he's like, I want to brew some beer, you know. And I was like, I don't, I don't know shit about brewing beer. I don't have the slightest idea. And he's like, Well, there's a place up on you know the north side we can go and they can show us. I was like, All right, man, whatever. So had no idea the cost. And by the time uh, we finally were just like, Okay, we're I'm done. This is this is way too. This is now taking up way too much of my time. I don't, you know, I've got other things I got to do. Instead, I'm brewing beer. But I mean, we had just in a little homebrew, you know. Now take it, we had a, a pretty good setup, you know, just for a homebrew deal. Um, I mean, we we had money in it, and it all just got tossed. Yeah. And it, but it because it was so. I, I mean, I can't even imagine, you know, to do it on that kind of scale. That cost has got to be outrageous. Yeah. I mean, well, just just getting to efficiency. That's where a lot of uh, like I think I think Stone uh, runs at like a ninety eight percent efficiency. Yeah. Which in business a ninety nine percent efficiency is a lot of business people see that as impossible. Yeah. So ninety seven ninety eight is where you want to be at. Yeah. Um, and a lot of these companies when it's just it's just trial and error. You know, yeah. it's just it's it's fucking up and then learning. Oh, but, you yeah. know, and, and taking a lot of no- we take a lot of notes, everything we do. Yeah. Um, certain degree, if we add a little bit more this time or we do things a little differently, yeah. it's all noted, you know, and we, we just we just study and make sure we're tracking everything we're doing. Yeah. And um, if you mess up, fuck it, man, laugh it off and yeah. move on, you know, and like just learn. That's what we made. We made one of the beers that we made. We it was a pumpkin, you know, mm-hmm. and we we really liked it. I mean, it was so good. We couldn't believe, you know, it was like, yeah. how did we do this, yeah. you know? And we had, we had wrote down everything, how do we do it? So we decided once we drank all of it, we're going to make it again. Didn't taste the same. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how does this not taste the same? We right. did the exact same thing. Yeah. He's like, I don't know, man. I mean, it didn't, it was, it was not nearly as good, you know? I mean, right. it was still decent, but not like it was the first time we made it. We right. had no idea how, how it was any different. And things like that, um, that happens. And a lot of that is, it's something very, very small. Yeah. I mean, it could be 
um, the the bucket where if you were, were you making it like in buckets and, well we we would i mean we would we would cook it in a big uh metal um whatever you call it whatever yeah. the metal yeah whatever like that and uh, then we would once it would get cooked and we would drain it off into buckets you know add all of our stuff to ferment it and mm-hmm. put it in, you know put the little thing water whatever it is on top of it and um but the only the only thing that we can think that we did differently is when we cooled it um <clears throat> the um the water hose on the outside of my house because we had like the uh oh what do you call it the um copper tubing that mm-hmm. cools it down yeah. right yeah well i couldn't get the i couldn't get the hose on the spigot and it took me like an hour to get it on there so it actually kind of cooled by itself now instead of cooling it down really mm-hmm. quick but that's the only thing we could ever think that was any different yeah well you it could be that i mean it could be something as small as uh how clean the yeah the, 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 when you first brewed it the the thing you were cooking it in could have been a lot cleaner than what it was the second time that's nuts and that's the thing is a, lot, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize seventy five percent of brewing is cleaning yeah it's just I mean we we run so many different acids and caustics and stuff through our tanks and um, I mean we spend you know day two days just cleaning stuff you yeah know? and because that's, one one little germ can ruin everything I know, you know? I saw I saw a uh, we were at a little home brew store up in Fort Wayne. Um, and, uh, they had, um, uh, oh, what do you call it? What are the glass jugs? Um, the growlers? No, the, uh, the bit, what you uh, fermented in. Um, God, I can't even think what those things are called. But anyway, um, they had a batch in there that the guy who had did it didn't clean it good enough. Mm-hmm. And it showed, and it was an example of all the crap that can grow in yeah. a beer if yeah. it's not properly clean. And it was disgusting. Yeah. I mean, you could smell it. It just, oh, it oh, smelled yeah. like vomit. To another thing that grosses people out, they don't realize, but like a beer is actually a living organism. Yeah. With the yeast and um, with the hops and everything's put into place to kind of balance each other out. So sugars, uh, hops eat sugars, and you know it's things like that. And it's it's you're drinking a living. Oh yeah, you <laughs> a are. Living you are man. Creature it's that's crazy. been made. You know. <laughs> so I think I, I think I we when we back when we were doing it, we watched a video of um um the yeast in beer under a microscope mm-hmm. and it, I mean, that shit was moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we're drinking this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is a good idea, but yeah. it, it was, it was fun though, man. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, but it's a lot it of just, fun. it got, you got to a point where you were like, you're like, man, we, we we're spending way too much time doing this. Like, oh, it's an expensive hobby. We have, yeah, oh, it definitely it's, is. Do you have a lot of people, buddies that, um, ask you for free beer all the time? Uh, I do, um, <laughs> but I, and I have I have a lot of people like, well, well why did you bring any beer down, or where, yeah. where can we get this, you know? And um, which I always, I mean, by next summer we're really hoping to be in Indiana. All right, so, so I was going to ask, is there be, anything in Indiana that we could get? Yeah, not right now. Next we're we're going to be we're moving that way. Um, and what I always tell people is like, I don't even have beer <clears throat> yeah. at my house, so um, we're we're all doing everything we're doing right now is kegs. So we're we're our next step is to get into canning. Um, cause that's where you actually make a oh, lot yeah. of your money. Yeah. I mean, kegs are nice and stuff like that, but, um, once you can start getting into grocery stores and things like that, that's where you can start making good money. So your place up there, um, what, I mean, so are you, are you guys open all week or you open, well, I mean, you say, what do you have a brew yeah. pub? Is that what? No, we oh. just, we just have straight, uh, strictly distribution. Oh, okay. So what, okay. what we do is, uh, we check in if somebody's going to the brewery for the day or whatever, we'll get on social media, check in and, always tell people you're more welcome to come by really yeah so okay. i mean we can't sell beer out of it but yeah you're more welcome to come in we'll pour some right out of the vat let you yeah. try it for free things like that so we we actually get um quite a few people that'll from the neighborhood yeah. stop in hang oh, yeah. out for a little bit we'll, a lot of times we'll cook out 
Uh, with the Cubs World Series, we had um, games three, four, five. I think we did a viewing. Yeah. We had a big projector put up That's in the brewery. Awesome. Had, had we people from went. the neighborhood. We should have went. I told you three times we should have went to Chicago. And you're like, I, you, oh, know, man, you know, you know, you know. I'm not organized. You I know have, this. I have freedom. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I know. It's it'll be okay. One My day. wife would have castrated me if I <laughs> took off and went to Chicago. Left her here with two crazy kids. Steph Steph wanted to go and take the kids too. Just, what kids just, can't drink? You know that, right? Yeah, but they can hold it. Oh, that's true. You just you just don't you don't call and tell her you're going to Chicago until you hit like Lafayette. <laughs> I'm something. so glad she does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we should. That would have been awesome, though. Yeah, it was. It, yeah. was, it was pretty cool. Like, I mean, I'm not a Cubs fan at all, but um, it was just neat because there are there are the true fans. Oh yeah, you know, and oh, then yeah. you know, of course, the only, the other thing I always gave gave a hard time about the Cubs is that. It's just the the bandwagon that comes with it when they're good. Oh, I know. And I'm a, I'm a Mariners fan, so I don't know what that's like. Yeah. We haven't seen the see, we haven't seen playoffs in 16 for, years. If you see right here, that's Andre Dawson. I've had that go. since I was nine years old. Yeah, that's what we. Uh, of course, we talked about that on here about all the the bandwagon. You know, yeah. we we're like get, off, get off our bandwagon. This right. is our shit. Has been since we were eight or yeah. nine years old. Yeah, <laughs> you don't been, get to you, celebrate with us. Yeah, you've been sitting through the 60, 60 uh-huh. game win seasons and uh-huh. shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I know, and it's 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 part of it. So yeah, but besides doing the brewery, you've actually done some other fun stuff. Seems yeah. like you've been busy. But before we get to that, though, um, on the website, if you go to their website, you can order shirts. So there's awesome shirts, and they and are there's hoodies, highly there's comf- men, they're yeah. very yeah. comfortable. There's men's and women's go on there because that's one way to help support them. Um, and the other thing that we also saw in there was like we were talking about the hand carved beer taps. They are amazing. They are. They are. You definitely go in there at least check them out. I mean, if you don't get one, <laughs> they're they're definitely worth buying. But at least check them out. They're it's 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 a great piece of art. But you also used to do a YouTube YouTube channel called Toasty. Yeah, Toasty with a guy by oh, the name of yeah Chris. Uh, Chris is it Pico? Pico? Yeah, Chris Pico, my buddy. And then it was presented by is it Cool Films? Yeah, so, cool. I think uh, it means uh, I think it means like real cool in another language. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember <laughs> yeah. how he came up. With yeah, it, yeah. Well, you guys actually, you guys covered a lot of what retro video games and uh, movies and mm-hmm. just you know geeky nerd kind of culture. Nerd uh, now. Yeah, we. I mean, I've, <laughs> it's one of the things. I, I was one of the people that was lucky enough to be athletic and nerdy. You know, I, I yeah. always enjoyed. Playing if I playing I play video games for an hour, then I go back out in the back and shoot yeah. hoops for an hour. Oh, then, we always you know, we like, always used to have Madden parties. We had yeah. Ma- we had Madden parties, and then we had uh, Coach K with Sega. Oh yeah, the very oh, yeah. first one we could actually break the backboard. Yeah, it was absolutely. Awesome. I don't remember that. It yeah. had, uh, had uh, I always ran with Sean Respert and Eric Stowe with the. I used Syracuse team. with uh, John Wallace and um, Lawrence Bolt. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, you're, you're blowing it, my mind. I don't know what that is. Well, that was a game that was basically based off the NBA Live yep. styles, and they yep. just got it was the a college very, rights. It was a very the fair one, the very first college rights one, but it was on Sega Genesis. Yeah, oh. and I had a I had a Sega Genesis. Man, I think the only game I had on Sega was Madden. I had well, I had the 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 Batman game. We had to keep going up the tower, mm-hmm. keep going yeah. up the tower. It was the same. Day. It just drove right. me insane. Yeah. yeah. Huh. No. I, don't, <clears throat> I yeah. God, I remember getting a Sega. But I don't remember playing it. Yeah, I do. I do remember my dad always saying because um, I would I always wanted him to come play Madden with me, 
And after I remember him saying that after a while he wouldn't do that because he got tired of when I would lose, I would throw the remote control. <laughs> so he just quit playing with me. Oh, yeah. Glad but, to see that you've changed a lot. I have. I have. I haven't broken any Xbox uh, controllers in the last Week. five years. <laughs> five years. Oh, I haven't played in five years, though. But Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you haven't broken any. That's the point. <laughs> I remember one, of course, downstairs where my kid's playroom is. That used to be my, my room. Mm-hmm. And it's no longer my room. And uh, I can't remember what I was playing, but I, I just got extremely mad. And I turned around and I chucked that controller across the room. It broke in about six different pieces and then also put a big hole in my wall. So not only was I out of controller, that's however many, 60 bucks, whatever. Right. Uh, I also had to fix a hole in my wall. Right. The only game that really frustrated me the most was on the original Nintendo, Track and Field. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Because you try to do the things that are the the triple jump and those, mm-hmm. and you try yeah. to do it with that little controller, yeah. and you yeah. always default. And uh-huh. I, yeah. Well, yeah. I'd always pull my shirt over the buttons and then just do this for the running, the sprinting, and all that to try to get it faster. Oh but, yeah, because uh-huh. if not, you would burn a hole in your thumb. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now, the, I mean, Mike, we have a we have a PS4, and uh, I think PS4 is amazing. Um, for the simple reason is you can do Netflix, Hulu, WWE, um, obviously play Blu-rays on it and everything like that. But one of the games I saw the son, my son's playing was The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was pretty cool because it's kind yeah. of like a Walking Dead theory. Right. Um, Grand Theft Auto Online is insane. It's awesome. Yeah, I still play that occasion. I'll throw that in. Dude, I, I, they, I, I was trying to have the chopped, chopper not land on the boat. Right. But my kids keep picking these masks to put over their... My son was playing it last night. Yes, they play Grand Theft Auto, but they're good kids, so shut up. They kept my youngest kept going to customize in his car because my son, my oldest one, beat the game. He had like nine hundred million dollars on there, yeah. so that was one of the the ones. Is and that's when I saw that uh, your YouTube channel. I thought that was pretty cool because it was right because it was we all were a little nerdy. Yeah, but it's now it's okay to it's be nerdy. Perfectly okay. Yeah. yeah, because I mean he was a wrestling mark. I've always been big nerd about that. Yeah. And now it's okay to talk about it and do those things like that. Yeah, I mean it's that that's the thing too with uh with video game companies is that we were the first real era of being raised with video games, and now we've got money. Now we're grown up, we've got money to put into them, and that was my my always one of my big beasts with um, the Final Fantasy series and stuff is that um, they weren't making games for us; they were wanting to do, make beginner games for people getting into RPGs, stuff, which is fine, um, but just make like some sub sub game you know give me the final fantasies that i grew up on and things like that but um but yeah they're they're actually uh speaking of uh grand theft the reason i I always keep a grand theft in my house it's because it's how i deal with rage so if i if people have upset me i throw grand theft in and i cause chaos (laughs) because i'm not really hurting anybody i'm not gonna go to jail so I'm gonna, get, about I'm gonna get a car, go 100 miles an hour. I'm just gonna ride the sidewalk, you know, <laughs> and just do all this demented, terrible just, things. Just that, plow people, right? That I can't, I would not do in real life. But. Do you ever just try to drive? Sometimes I, I do that too, which is hilarious because you go, and then you're shooting out the side window. Right. But you ever try to follow the traffic lights? Like you can't do it in that game because the person in front of you won't go on green, and then you get mad, and then you park in front of them, get them out, and you shoot them. Right. Yeah. Yep. 
Holy yeah, shit. I've done that where you'll be driving on the, on the highway and all of a sudden just veer in front of you. And you're like, well, come on. <laughs> so you got to pull over and you got to make sure they aren't driving anymore. You know, like, <laughs> I like flying the airplanes, like going to the okay. airport and just all the cops are coming, but you're just still playing and you're just flying around. And never thought of flying a plane on a video game would be so much fun. Yeah, it is fun. I might have to get back into video games, listen to all you guys Just talk. come on over. Just, just just get your little permission slip to leave the house. Come on over. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure she hears that part. <laughs> I've actually texted you that. You've had, you've had evidence. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that shut up. But he, one, he sent me he sent me a permission slip one time oh God. to give to her. And I was like, I'm not giving this to her. And he's like, just give it to her. Print it out, make copies. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I think I actually presented it as, hey, um, I know uh, you don't care, but BJ wanted me to give you this. And she just looks at it. She goes, I am not your mother. I said, you are correct, but can I go to BJ? Because <laughs> it's one big free-for-all over there. <laughs> well, she she know it, it's like the abyss. She knows if I go over there, I'm probably not coming back for a while. Right, yeah. And we're not even doing anything. What we do is no, just, just yeah. all we're doing. We're just sitting here talking. That's we're, another, you know, that's kind of why we started this podcast, because, you know, we're sitting in the garage, and we're having these, we're telling stories, and, you know, and just cracking jokes, and we're like, man, we should... We should put this out and see if anybody else thinks it's right. funny. We can get paid doing this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This thing with me and my wife, we always <clears throat> talk about, it's like when I actually get a day where I don't have anything to do, she'd be like, what are you going to do? Nothing. Nothing. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, that's right. Like, you know, if you need me to do stuff, if you got some honey to do stuff, I'll oh, do yeah. that. But other yeah. than that, or like she'll take uh, her and her mom, um, she was raised by her mom, did, only met her dad a few times or whatever. So her and her mom are like best friends, talk seven, eight times a day. You know? Yeah. And her mom's awesome. She's she's one of the best mother-in-laws you could ever have. Oh, she, you are earning brownie awesome. points if she ever uh, hears no, this. No, she knows. I tell oh, her all yeah. the time. She's yeah. she's the shit, man. And um, so sometimes on weekends, she'll take the kids and they'll go stay at their place, you know. And it kind of gives my wife a break so she can kind of relax and do her thing and let let grandma oh yeah nana take oh, yeah. care of the kids or whatever that's where and my then, kids are at right now yeah and then i'll just stay and i'll stay at home you know and she's like what are you gonna do nothing <laughs> nothing know? at all yeah. i'm just gonna play some video games hang out yep do nothing catch up on some netflix oh man but yeah like, speaking gonna... of netflix on if you actually go on the youtube channel toasty you'll actually see the interview with um Taryn Manning. Yeah, my friend Taryn. From the Orange is the New Black. How did you meet her? Which one is she? She's uh, Pensatucky. Pensatucky. That's what I thought. That's what yeah. I t- didn't, didn't the wife say I called her uh, somebody else this morning? Your wife said you called her the black one. No, that's not even what I said. Because <laughs> I told her. There's a few of them. Because I told her. <laughs> I go, I go, you know, I was like, it's the crazy one that was from Kentucky. They called her. I thought they called her Kentucky. Yeah, the end of season yeah. one that actually got into yeah, it was Piper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know why she told you. I thought she was the black one. So that was, that was pretty cool. That you, you know, How did you actually meet her, though? Uh, it's actually, it's kind of funny. Um, I I was bartending at the time at uh, Tommy Nevin's pub and the bar was directly across the street from days in, in uh, Evanston. And so she was actually in town filming. So me and my buddy, Brian were behind the bar working and we see this and we're kind of busy. It was a college bar. You got Northwestern there. So we, we had, you know, we had quite a few people there at all times and we see this tiny, tiny human being walk in with this huge jacket and so she seems gets like, cold she but seems it's not like she's that cold. a small person oh yeah she's she's really? a very little yeah. person and um so she comes walking in like that and sits down at the bar and uh and orders a drink and i didn't think anything of it. i just looked at her i was like this chick's not from here like she's just not you know <laughs> chicago chicago people can handle cold yeah. pretty well and like yeah. i mean we'll bundle up but like if it's 
if it's 30, 25 degrees, you're not all bundled up. Yeah. Like people handle it, you know, yeah. she just wasn't. So, um, my buddy kind of after a while looks at me, he's like, I think that's, uh, Taryn Manning, the actress. And I was like, really? I was like, cause at that time I hadn't seen orange and new black, but I've seen, um, um, hustle and flow, hustle and flow. Oh eight, yeah. Eight, eight, oh, eight yeah. Mile. Yeah. That's oh, okay. so I, so I knew her from those. And I was like, really? So we kind of turned our backs and got, got on IMDB and was like, yeah, that's fucking her. That's sweet. <laughs> so we're like, all right. So we, we used to get a lot of celebrities that would come in. So what we would always do is that we just need to make them feel comfortable, keep yeah. people away from them. Like we don't, this is good for us to have these kind of people coming in. So yeah. we don't want people running them off and stuff. Uh, um, his name, George Wentz from, uh, cheers he used to come in all the time when before i started yeah. and he kind of got ran off by people bothering him and shit and um so that was one thing we always tried to focus on jerry springer would come in a lot we'd always take care of him people leave him alone um i've met ufc fighters uh, uh snl people i mean amy schumer like people like that so she comes in and she's sitting there and then people start to come up to her and it's like hey are you you're Pensatucky or whatever. And she's, she's just awesome about it. Like, yeah. handling it like, like a champ, you know, and I'm just kind of watching her and she's like, yeah. And he's like, you mind if I get a picture? Sure. And she's signing autographs and just all about it. And then there was some girl came up. She's like, excuse me, I don't know who you are, but can I get a picture with you? Oh, and no you could shit. see like her whole attitude change, yeah. you know? And I was like, fuck. So I was like with Brian, I was like, all right, Brian, that's, that's it. I was like, you handle the bar. I'll stay and help you clean up. But I'm going to go on the other side bar. I'm just going to sit next to her and try to, start a conversation with her so people will leave her alone. Yeah. So I did. And we just started talking this and that. And um, so we call last call and we're starting to push everybody out. And because people have been bothering her that so she hasn't really even had to be able to drink. So I get back behind the bar, start cleaning up and I tell her, Hey, um, you don't have to rush out. We're going to be here for the next two, three hours cleaning, getting everything shut down. You're more than welcome to sit and hang out with us and actually enjoy your drink. Yeah. She's drinking some pretty pricey shit that she didn't, I don't want to dump out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, you know, no worries. You can hang with us. And, uh, she did. And so after close, we sat in the bar and drank a little bit more and chatted. And, um, so what we were doing is we would have a lot of our crew members, guys that were bartender stuff that may not be working at night, but they'd show up at close. We'd all jump in a car, drive to Jerry's uh, Grill down on Lawrence and Montrose, which is a 24-hour diner. It's been around for 60 years, and um, it's like it's a it's a hole in the wall diner, which we I love them. Oh know? yeah! So we'd always go there, and there was a, uh, an older lady that always served and worked there and worked late nights. She was just way too old to be working four o'clock <laughs> in the morning, you know, like yeah. doing that kind of dealing yeah. with those kind of people and stuff. So. We always made sure we'd go in and we'd tip her and take care of her really well and make her night. And so I asked her, I was like, hey, we're going to go do this. Uh, you're more welcome to jump in the car with me and go with me. And I didn't think she, I thought she'd be like, nah, I'm yeah. good. She's like, sure. I was like, no, okay. Shit. <laughs> so, here, shit. so here we go, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, she went and hung out with seven other guys and we went to diner and showed her how, how we how eat live? corned beef and hash at yeah, four o'clock in the morning, man. you know? Oh, and, yeah. And, um, and she's she's eating with us and you know and so um uh and just told her you know we, she ended up calling an uber to pick her up because uh the diner was actually by my house where i stayed and um she didn't want me to have to drive all the way back to Evanston. evanston so she's like oh, I'll, I'll just get an uber all right cool you know it was, well hey, it was nice yeah. nice meeting you and hanging out with you That's whatever awesome comes to find out she's there for like a month so like once once a day she'd come in and just say hi and hang out so then 
come in at close. And then if she didn't have to, if she didn't have to do any filming in the morning, she'd come and hang out with us again, you know? And so for about a month, we, we hung out quite a bit and just kind of got to know each other. And then one day I was just, she came in, I was like, Hey man, I'm going to ask you something. And if you say no, I totally understand That's so, that, and that feeling. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I don't want you to, I like, I, I want you to do it because you want to, not because you feel pressured, you know? And I told her about my, my vidcast toasty and she's like, absolutely. Let's do it. I was like, really? No shit. All right. So we figured a date and I was like, you know, the night, cause we would do it on uh, Monday nights. We'd, we'd videotape. And, um, so I was like, yeah, well, I'll come and pick you up and then we'll, uh, we'll go do that. And then. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Yeah, man, we, we've stayed in, we've stayed in touch. I've went to a few um, uh, my comic cons and stuff that she's been at, and um, and get in free and get to go hang out with her. And oh yeah, got to meet a lot of people. Got to meet. Uh, I've met Daryl Dixon. You know, I've met. Um, I can't remember her name. She was in Sons of Anarchy. Have you ever seen? It? She was Jax's original girlfriend. That was the heroin addict. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can't remember her name. She's a great actress. She's really cool. I think she was actually married to Waylon Jennings' son or something like cool like that. Like she's like, she's, she's a badass. Like she plays, yeah. you know, like she's. Yeah. And that's one of the coolest things was the interview that she was very open in the interview. Now I'm going to have to go watch it. I, see, I, I didn't know the name of it before, before he came and, yeah. and he, BJ's like, well, I didn't want you to. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because a lot of times is. Yeah. No, I know. The. And she was talking about Ron Perlman was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, her and Ron Perlman are really close. <laughs> and then he's like, she not he not very nice to other people. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then they didn't even know him from hell. And then Sons of Anarchy kind of took on. And what year was that shot in that you did the interview? Oh, uh, 14? I think 14, it was. 2015, 14, something it was, like I think, yeah, because it was when Orange and the First Black, the first season came yeah, out. Yeah. And then she also did Sons of Anarchy. And then she was talking about Kurt Solder. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, how you say it? The head guy. Which is Kathy Seagal's actually husband, which yeah. is Peggy off Married for Children. Yeah. yeah. About how, you know, if you say something about a character, then you're gone. Yeah. And he, I've heard, actually heard about that him before. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. A lot of people like that in that business are, you know, like there's, there's a lot of pressure on image. There's a lot of pressure on all. I mean, it's just a crazy fucked up world. And I get like acting something I, I enjoy doing and something that I, I've always wanted to get into doing. Um, but it's that kind of world that. I wouldn't be comfortable in. Like if I were to do it, I'd have to like, I'd have to write, produce and fund my projects. Like I don't want to, yeah. you know, I'd, and I'd that's why Kevin Smith. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's why, and that's what we've been working on ourselves is just because is we're already messed up ourselves. <laughs> and if we ever, you know, our biggest, yeah. our biggest fear is success where there's just the entitlement. Like, yeah, you can do what you want to do. Really? Yeah. That's not, yeah. we did that on our own with no money and no, no, no success. Right. I don't think that would be good to, there would be probably divorce papers, <laughs> but we're out, but the good thing is we're past the curse of twenty seven now. Mm. So, yeah, I yeah. know. I was so happy. I t- <laughs> I turned twenty eight years old. And I was like, I've made it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, Mama, I made it. Yeah, because you, you, you kind of get conflict. Though, it's like, do I want to be a legend yeah. or do I want to? You know, like, and then you're yeah. like, you're not going to be a legend. Like, what are you doing? You know, no, like, I, yeah, just, no. just keep a, stay alive That's, and keep I had, going. I got a buddy that he, you know, was huge. Cobain fan, I mean, huge, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, and yeah. he, I remember he had this poster and it was sort of like a cartoonish mm-hmm. uh, looking poster and had it framed, you know, it was real nice. And like Janis Joplin sitting at the bar and, uh, it was right after, I mean, it had to be right after Cobain died and, um, they, uh, the wall of the bar 
is is just open. Like there's like a big hole in the wall, and all you can see is clouds. And Cobain is standing at the entrance. Oh, yeah. and it's it's the Forever Twenty Seven. Yeah, the Twenty Seven Club. And I just you know, and of course earlier in my life, you know that that was there was a good possibility I was going to be in that club. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I always told me. I was like, I, after twenty when I when I was still alive after Twenty Seven, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was like, I didn't no. plan on it. You know? I didn't like I. No. Yeah, I was like, I, there was a lot of chance that I wasn't going to yeah. see 27. <laughs> you know? We uh, we do a golf. Uh, I go play golf with uh, a lot of the guys in my family on uh, in uh, the day of our family reunion, which is in like September. And um, I don't know, somehow that morning it got brought up. And I said, you know, I said, I never thought I'd make it past 27. And uh, my uncle goes, he goes, hell, we didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, see, at least I'm not the only <laughs> yeah. one. At least it wasn't like paranoid or yeah. like, it was a, it was no. an actual real thing. <laughs> they were like, nope, there was a pretty good shot. We were, we, <laughs> we were betting you wasn't going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had that same conversation. <laughs> it was usually with my doctor. Oh, yeah. 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 He's like, each yeah. year you keep surprising me, son. <laughs> yeah. But, one, one of the, uh, another person I met that actually is my, uh, we've become really good buddies, um, is Ajay Nahadu who was uh, Samir in Office Space. Okay. And uh, he was, he's actually from, Evanston produced a ton of actors. And um, so he would, he came back one day and sat at the bar and I was like, oh shit, because Office Space is one of my favorite movies. Oh, like, mine I, too. Yeah. Mike Judge. It's oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's a brilliant man. I'm looking at him and he's, and he's like his voice and everything. I'm like, oh shit, like that's him. And like the first thing he asked me, he's like, do you have an iPhone charger? I'm like, no, but I can get you one, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I called my manager, my buddy, uh, Jared Beatty, who was managing at the time up there with me. And I called him because I knew he was coming. I was like, hey, man, bring your iPhone charger. Uh, the dude from Office Space wants it. He's like, what? It's <laughs> like, what? Oh, right, whatever, Josh. And then he walks in, hands it to me. And he goes, oh, shit, that is the guy from Office Space. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I told you. So um, me and Ajay get to talking, and then he finally introduces himself to me. And I'm like, oh, I know, I know who you are, you know? And he's like, oh, you do? I was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm a huge fan. I was like, but I'm not going to bother you with it. I am going to ask you one question, and I won't talk about Office Space anymore. He's like, okay. He's like, I was like, the breakdancing scene. Explain that to me. And it happens that he was actually a breakdancer uh, growing up. And so that scene was is that Mike Judge rented that apartment for them to all stay in while they were filming. And that, that whole scene where they're partying and, like, getting wasted was actually them partying and getting wasted. No shit. Yeah, so that he just put a camera up and was like, guys, just do your thing. No and shit. And so that's why Aljay was like, all right. And he starts doing the break dance. So that was one take that he did that dance in. That is and awesome. Like, yeah, so I was like, all right, that's I'm cool. I'm so it's happy like, I know that now. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you know where the phrase break dancing comes from, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You've been watching it, too? <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was on from that the doc- break. It was on the, the documentary from the break. Yeah, the, the great that was great new yeah. series that they have on Netflix. Yeah, but yeah. he said it was funny because I, I I started I started watching it. Uh, you know what he's talking about the hip hop. It's a new. It's on Netflix. I think so. Yeah, the hip hop. Um, was there only like four episodes right now? Right. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I watched I watched the first one the other night, and uh, they got into that part where they talk about break dancing, and he they were like the one guy just he's like you know that's where break dancing got its name right and i just went oh my god i now feel really stupid because <laughs> i didn't these know these are the breaks yeah. yeah i didn't know that 
And I was like, I, I, you know, you know, the thing about it is, I never thought about it. Yeah, because I didn't really care. Right. right. <laughs> I just knew it was called breakdancing, <laughs> and I knew I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. no shit. I mean, I had the little turtle shell like oh, yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a good go. It's a good go to. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be able to get on my head and spin without breaking my neck. Yeah, like, and especially today, if you see the guys that do it today. Yeah. Because like, in China, it's taken over. Like these yeah. guys are insane. Oh, yeah. Like they're sliding on their yeah, head. Yeah, that's shit, what I was gonna say. Know? Where it's they like, slide on their head. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It's like, yeah wow. And then in between that, and then they got people jumping across buildings now. Oh, yeah. oh, and doing rolls. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, yeah. I'm glad I'm old. Yeah, yeah. like man, because I, I would have been trying some of that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Because a girl been like, yeah, he, my ex boyfriend, he did this. It's like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to step yeah. it up. <laughs> I'm gonna be jumping over buildings and shit. Now. It's like that dude that crawled that uh, climbs to the top of all those towers. Yeah, um, what's it? I can't remember. Spider Man, I think they call him. Yeah, there. Well, there's um, he's a kid he's like 20 some years he was on rogan not too long ago it's funny how you say kid he's like uh, 20 and i'm yeah. like wow he is a kid. he is <laughs> i mean, know. You think about it you think about your mindset at 22 yeah i've been climbing the top of cranes too yeah remember we didn't think we was gonna make it to 27 right <laughs> the old water towers yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'd once jumped a car hood on a bet a car hood i probably could have the car wasn't moving because at that moment in time i could dunk easily no yeah. problem this was like weeks before I finally shattered my foot and never was able to really play ball ever again. So I jumped over in front of a Chevy Illumina for like yeah. 50 bucks <laughs> and I made it. Uh-huh. And afterwards I got done. I was like, oh my God, if I hit that tip, I would have oh, destroyed yeah. my face. You've yeah. been done. And then yeah. I think I changed a little bit right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least for the, at least for the night. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I used to be able to jump pretty good. Man. I don't know. I never tried jumping a car though. Yeah. I never, never tried jumping. Well, I wasn't going to jump at moving. Like I'm stupid, but not that stupid. See, I would have had to try to do it moving. <laughs> so they said, you know, it's one of those people. It, it was um, downtown where they oh, used the loop, the loop, loop in the loop, where we used to find the fine ladies from other counties. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody mm-hmm. come! Is that where everybody then, came? They were yeah. up. They were outstanding people. Yeah, and then and then I think that just kind of became Walmart. You just started going to Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Walmart parking <laughs> lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we used to go to the high school parking lot, and then. People get drunk and ruin that. Yeah, because they're gonna get loud. The cops are coming. And you oh yeah, that, you know? we always we could go, <clears throat> we could go sit at the uh, the high school parking lot until um, about ten o'clock. Then here we're rolling the cops. And then everybody went to City Park. You sit at City Park, and you know because it wasn't really. I mean, they had a curfew, but there wasn't a curfew. You know, I mean, they yeah. didn't enforce it. And um, I don't know. Shit got crazy one night and there were some fights and some other shit that went down. And so then it was like we had, you could, you went to the high school, then you went to city park and then they just run your ass off. Yeah. Like, like get the fuck out of town. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't they, want you in town. I mean about the high school. I mean, do you drive through a couple of people's yards behind the high school and they act like they don't want you around there anymore? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the deal, man. <laughs> like we took someone's car, they left the keys in, and I just started driving through uh-huh. people's yards. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that'll huh? happen. That'll happen. Yeah, you Young just... and dumb. Hey, I actually met Steph. Um, that's where I met her at, was the loop. Really? Yeah. Um, I threw a gum wrapper at her and tried to hit her in the back oh, of the head. She turned around and hit her in the tooth. That's the story. I went like this. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Slow motion. I was like, hi, how you doing? Yeah. That's, that's Come here often. Yeah. Colin likes to tell. It must have worked, though. She stuck around. Yeah. Hey, she's still here, man. <clears throat> Do it what, what works. <laughs> yeah, Wurs- uh, Alan Worski and I used to go to the loop just for a little bit, just because we, then we'd like idle like ten miles per hour and just get people pissed, you know. And like we're just doing it for fun. And then we'd go do something else for a while. And then we'd come back and yeah, because I did it with him a few times when he used yeah. to do that. He was like, "Hey, get in, and watch this." I'm like, "All right, what's going on?" And Alan's a big dude. Um, yeah. He's he's um, he actually is, he 
hit me up on Twitter. He's like, hey, man, I like the show. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he's, at, least, yeah, he's, at least people you know listen to it. I don't think anybody knows listening to it. Oh, I know. I do know. I have a cousin because she keeps sending me pictures of Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> I made it in there. I'm gonna fucking disown everybody. <laughs> you got any poo jokes? I mean, we haven't worked those in. Nick, I, yeah, no we, strip club stories today. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any more strip club stories. Prob- well, yeah, actually, I do. I got a good one, <laughs> but I'm not gonna tell it because uh, uh, it's just it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, my now like, wife was sitting out in the car. Oh yeah, you told me while this story. I was getting a lap dance from a very big-breasted chick. Yeah, and um, and they didn't know each other, right? So they weren't friends. Oh no, this was some stripper in West Terre Haute, man. They were. It was a new strip club that they had opened up, and uh, they were actually bringing girls down from Indy to dance. You know, I mean, and it was a. I mean, it was a really cool place inside, but yeah, I mean, she the wife got ticked and got embarrassed. Cause she dropped her purse when we were, uh, when we were first coming in, she got embarrassed and she dropped her purse. So she stormed out and I was like, I'm gonna go peace. I'm gonna go sit down over here and watch <laughs> these chicks take their clothes off. <laughs> and you wonder why you have to have a permission slip just to get out of the house. <laughs> Cause if you, if you literally said deuces to your future wife as she went to go send in the car and you didn't go after her. You know, at the time, man, she was just a girlfriend. I mean, t- the Tom Cruise in you, I figure, since he's your idol, would run after oh, her. shit. I do not. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> I like the one movie. I Only would... because I watched it a bunch when I was a kid. Do you remember Iron Eagle? Yes. I used Lewis, to love, Lewis, yeah, yeah, I used to love Lewis that. Lewis Gossip Jr. God, I love yeah. that movie. I used to watch that all the time, too. Yeah, it's, it's the same concept. I think I should have been a fighter pilot. I hate planes, though. That's probably a problem. Uh, it might be an issue. Well, but, you but if you're going that fast and in control, it might be different. See, that's you, the thing. I don't think I would be afraid to fly if they just let me fly the damn thing. Right. I, well, you can always be a drone pilot. Those are pretty, pretty popular now. Yeah. yeah. Stay on the ground. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. <laughs> just blow shit up. I want to yeah. blow some shit up. <laughs> I still do. I, I have that feeling. I'm a pretty passive person, but I love like blowing stuff up. I do oh, too, yeah. man. I there's, love Fourth of July. Oh, there's there's a certain it's, it must be comfort. The, it must be the redneck in us. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be. We're we're a little southern. You know, we're not that southern, but I think if you even got just a touch, man, you like to see shit go boom. Throw an M eighty in a no uh, judge. Oh or, yes, or uh, mailbox. It's <laughs> like our Fourth of July. We, you know, of course, I live right in a neighborhood, and there's a little cul de sac right here, and um, I think this year, this year, and one other year, we had like. Six of those big tubes set up out in the uh, out in the road, and we just had a had a tor- a blowtorch, and I would run down through there and light them on, and it was just boom, 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 boom. We were lighting fireworks <laughs> and heaters all with the same blowtorch. Yeah, with the same blowtorch. <laughs> Redneck is all get out. And we did it. Had one year, man, it was pouring down rain, and I was out there setting off fireworks, man. I was like, this ain't stopping me. It was raining. Yeah, <laughs> it was raining this storm. storm. It was raining this last Fourth of July. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. It, was, it yep. was. Yeah, it yeah. was. We we kept we kept having to run back to the to the fireworks store because it's just right down the street, mm-hmm. and uh, we kept running out of shit. <laughs> My wife kept going, "How much are you spending?" And I was like, "Oh, we've only spent a hundred bucks." It's buy one getting thirty free. We were like, yeah. I don't know, we was up to like five or six hundred dollars at that point in time, and I was like, "We got to go back." <laughs> and she's like, "You are not going back to the fireworks <laughs> store." I want more things to go boom. Oh, yeah, man, was, they're I getting expensive because oh, they've always been a little pricey. Yeah, but now they're getting they're, real. Yeah, pricey. the fun the fun shit is really pricey. Yeah, I, I, I say this year we're just getting dynamite. Well, I had a buddy yeah. uh, call me this week that uh, uh, probably my best friend from 
since we were in the second grade. And he lives in my hometown, and but he's one of those dudes where – you know, you don't talk for a year, and then one of you will call the other one, and it's like you never, you right. know, you never yeah. left. And uh, he called me up this week. It's kind of like that girl you used to bang. You call her up, and then you get together. And yeah, you just man. Bang around she it. just yeah. yeah, knock it out. And uh, <laughs> we start we start talking about setting off fireworks. And every year he has like, of course, he lives on a bunch of property, and uh, they spend like two grand, and they go get like eight inch shells. And they set them dudes off. And he's like, come down next year. We'll go get some of those for you. And I was like, man, I don't think I can set those off in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Might be able to get one off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. That'd be so loud. I have an HOA. What's that? Yeah. Homeowner Association. Ah, piss on that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I may <clears throat> I may go down and at least get a couple to to set off. But I don't the only thing that, the only thing that bothers me is that he said that he uh buried the tube like six feet in the ground that they oh, set Jesus. off. I ain't got no I ain't got no ground, man. They got I got asphalt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to build something to hold it. That might be a little hard to hide from the cops. That's when you know they don't have a whole lot to do down there. No. But when they do do something like that, they go all out. Oh like yeah. That. Oh yeah. Well it's like one buddy knows like uh, the guy that sets them off at like, <coughs> a certain town and he goes over and he doesn't give him like you know the real big stuff, but he's he's like it's fucking loud. Yeah, <laughs> I remember driving down uh, Highway Thirty One, just shooting bottle rockets at cars and other people, like fun stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, you used to always have bottle rocket wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, I'm glad my kids gonna hear this, but yeah, I mean that was that was good safe fun. Yeah. Now, now all they want to <laughs> do is get retweets, put on Snapchat, yeah. Instagram, right. yeah. go out just. Go out and screw some up. Yeah. Go out and go out and get somebody killed. That's what yeah. you need to do. Go out, <laughs> go out and have yourself a BB gun fight. Yeah. Restrict God, the pumps yeah, though. Only three have... pumps. Exactly. No more than three pumps. Because yes. <laughs> yes. that shit starts to hurt really bad. I always used to do that, man. I had a little. Uh, had a little daisy. Had a dude had a scope yeah. on it. Oh damn! <laughs> get those uh, yard darts. Just throw them out. Oh, yeah. First one that oh, takes off loses. Darts. Yeah. <laughs> we. Uh, I remember we used to go to um, uh, the little league uh, baseball field. And I uh, had a buddy that had a, a compound bow, and he would put a, a, a styrofoam cup on over the arrow, and we'd shoot that dude up in the air, and you just had to stand there. Nobody ever got hit, but like, right. how freaking stupid are you, is that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> are you, are you, yeah. Yeah, the first one gets hit, gets to wear a helmet the rest of their yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. Because that dude's going straight through your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like the guy I've going, <laughs> It, it, and none of us ever really got none. None bad ever really happened to any of us. No, no I, I was yeah. Yeah, I was lucky. It didn't happen until we got married and had kids. And I mean, that's when I, things fell downhill. I yeah. never. Um, I broke one bone before I was <laughs> of adult age, and since then I've broken three. <laughs> broken one in my foot, dislocated three of the toes, broke my radius <laughs> radius bone in my right arm. Uh, broke a couple toes. All this has happened since I've been eight. But before I was 18 years old, when I was out doing all this dumb shit, I never got hurt. Right. And now that you're more conservative and yeah, that's to it. your body and everything, I, you're getting um, hurt. Uh, well, I was just met Seth, went to the boys club to play, pickup game, went to play, and uh, Alan was actually there. So I got a breakaway. I was going to try to dunk the show off for Steph. Alan fouls me. My left foot touches the side of my leg. Oh. And I was done. Jesus. Yep, that's what, and that was the first one, and then I broke my right one, then broke my left one, and then now there's a big hole in my knee. Had shoulder surgery, wrist surgery, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. 
It'll be, it'll be Frankenstein one of these days. Just start putting robotic arms and stuff on. I'd you be okay with that. Be cyborg. Yeah, I need it. Pretty I need cool. A, I need a knee. I need a new knee. My left knee. Yeah, they said there's looks like someone took an ice cream scoop behind my knee when yeah. they did the MRI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, so and we're gonna be moving here in a few months. I'm like, can we get a place without stairs? Yeah. I know, right? I would love to have a house without stairs. Because your scare, your stairs scare me because they go down like they're for some reason it's like they're a set up stairs that kill somebody. Well, they're actually bigger. They're the steps are wider than what they should be because I made them that way. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> when we you know we had it when we first bought the house there was carpet and went all the way up the stairs and you know that gets dirty as shit. Yeah. So I ripped that shit out, put wood down, but I made the planks. You know, we're typically we're only like um, I don't want to say like eight inches, and now they're like a foot. But I like had to build the stairs out. But I was like, I don't want to fall down these dudes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. My my knees are going are going away. Oh yeah. Who knows? So, but in closing here, do want to thank. Uh, it's awesome that you came down. Yeah, no, I, thanks yeah, for man. having me. Man. I know I your schedule it. is hectic. It's kind of like mine, and then yeah. ours. So, but it's uh, this one thing about this podcast that's really been great is that a lot of people that I haven't seen and talked to like are oh, do, yeah, doing man. really well. Yeah, and I guess I'm. It's awesome what you're doing. I'm pretty proud of you. Yeah, man. Because anybody awesome. that comes out of that town and becomes successful, um, I love where we came from. I do. Yeah, My parents I'm, still live there. The same way. But I know if you don't get out of there, you're not. A lot of times, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. Or you're um, not going to be happy. You're no, not, you're not. Gonna find your happiness there. No, I mean our goal used to be to all live behind a high school and, and think that was the place to go. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> north or south's the way to go. Is that so, where yeah. Udi's at? Or as where Udi's parents? Udi's. Were, right? p- yeah. Yeah, that was the nice area. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even go in the house, didn't sit in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of my friends live back here. My first, I remember going to one of my first uh, parties as a freshman. Um, we went to one of the houses back there, and I just remember walking in like, oh, my God. And first, I was like, where's her parents at? <laughs> and, and the second one was just like, how many floors is there? Yeah. <laughs> and one of the girls I actually dated had, like, a telephone booth in her basement. Oh, damn. And then I remember, like, their beach house was almost as big as, like, my bedroom. Or oh, their, their pool house where you change. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. And, you know, yeah. and then I'm in there swimming. And they're like, hey, do you want a beer? And I'm like, is this a setup? Yeah. I, I was like, no, no, no. No, I don't want it. I don't want a beer. Yeah. I don't I don't drink. They're like, oh, no, it's fine. They hand it to you. And I'm like, wow, is this how rich people are? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're doing a paddle stroke with beer yeah. and a noodle. Oh, I was like, I want to get there. And I pull up in, like, a, the plum purple Chevette 83 I had. It was, yeah, so yeah, I bet that's that that's Seymour for you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same way. I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm really happy I grew up there because I mean, there's it 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 molded me a lot for who I am. And you know, I mean, I I I would never move back or live there, but I'm I'm happy I grew up there. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm happy. I mean, I I love the <clears throat> yeah, I kind of love the town I grew up in. It did, you know, it did mold me into who I am, but no, there's no way in hell I could ever go back there. Yeah. Not now. But. No, I just, I I don't think I ever could. I mean, parents still live there, but I think it's just, it's like a starter town. A dog's mm. barking again. Well, mm. I mean, it, it's definitely a town that, that uh, builds your creativity as a kid. I mean, yeah, because you got, yeah, you got to find ways to be creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, because there was nothing to do in my home. Right. And that's why a lot of us played video games, watched movies, and, oh, yeah. and then we. You I mean I grew up at the boys' club, I and mean, that's where yep. I grew up at because yeah. we didn't. Mom worked, so we had to have a place to go. So we went to boys' club and hooked it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right, we're gonna have to wrap her up. <clears throat> so you got a? What's all the social media? Can they follow? 
Yeah, we're on all social media. I'm pretty sure it's all Aleman Brewing. Aleman Brewing? Yeah. Um, okay. Instagram, Twitter, yeah. all that. Awesome. And it's Aleman Brewing. It's AlemanChicago.com is the website. It has the address and the phone number where you can get the T-shirts and order everything like that. He brought us a couple of T-shirts yeah. for us. Thanks, man. You're welcome. They are. I can't wait to wear it because they're that good soft T-shirt material. Yeah, I that, love it. That's also one of the things we we all the mem- all the uh, <clears throat> stuff we have made that we wear. We we have it made to where we would want to wear. Yeah, you know, it's not what's yeah. cheap, and you know, we're not gonna make T-shirts that we wouldn't wear ourselves. Yeah, so yeah, kind of like soft the, and nice. Kind of like the one that I'm wearing that I hate how it feels. But it, has, but, but it has my name on the front of it. Yeah, which gives it, like, you know, <laughs> it's still a 9 out of 10. Yeah, oh, yeah. The name, oh, yeah, you know? man. <laughs> All right. You uh, are beautiful. No matter what they say. I just try to get this thing every episode. What's camp? All right. <laughs> <laughs> my voice, I, I don't have a strong enough voice to do, like, really long podcasts. Yeah. Like, you can you can kind of tell, like, if you listen to the beginning of it and listen to the end of it, you can tell my voice starts going away. I don't know how to strengthen it. Uh, more protein in your throat. I tried. Shit. Oh, <laughs> protein shakes. Uh, male hormones. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, uh, that's it for this week. Um, remember, you can always follow us on Twitter. That's at Smugcast Show. Uh, also on Instagram. That is at Smugcast underscore. Um, and we are actually also on Facebook. I know I never promote it, uh, but we're actually, you can find us on uh Facebook, I believe it's just at Smugcast. Uh, pretty sure that's it. <laughs> uh, also, you got any questions or anything, you can send them to smugcastshow at gmail.com. Uh, also, don't forget to go check out Ranger Nutrition. Uh, Ranger Nutrition is a disabled veteran-owned company. Uh, they have some awesome products, all natural, all made right here in the States. I got BJ on them. I'm, I'm, actu- on them. I'm actually doing the, the, the testosterone and then yep. I'm actually doing the shake like two, three times a day. Yep. I've had more energy now than I've had in five. Telling you, man. And I'm still, I mean, am I fully off the, the things I shouldn't be eating? No, but in the morning it gets you going. Oh yeah, man. And then when I have the shake for, um, lunch, if I have it for lunch, yep. then I don't, you don't feel heavy. You don't feel sleepy. You yep. don't need to take a five hour, any of the other well, stuff. Well, you're not, you're not eating all those carbs. Carbs is what will do it to you. No, a nice protein shake in the morning is what the doctor ordered, I heard. That's right. That's, uh, don't forget, uh, you go to their website, uh, you order or order. Uh, when you get to uh, checkout, uh, use promo code SMUGCAST, and that will get you 15% off your order. Uh, also, got to thank Repo Records. i uh, actually been on the phone with them all morning <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out some stuff. But uh, Repo Records, they're an awesome studio. They've got some stuff in the works coming up. Um, I would tell you where to check them out, but they're kind of in a lull right now. So they're, they're, they're at, working, working on some stuff. They're actually going to be releasing Aaron's um, Nickelback cover uh, song oh, album. son of a nice. bitch. Nice. Awesome. I fucking hate you. The, the people have wanted it for a while now. Give the people what they want. But that's uh, Repo Records taking the music back. I want to be a rock star. Uh, also got Jay's Wings and Seafood. Hey, Jay. Where BJ eats every day. <laughs> uh, you can call in your order 317-890-0088 uh, give them promo code SMUGCASH you'll get 10% off your order um, get the Philly cheesesteak man it's mm. bomb it is amazing and get the honey garlic chicken wings ooh damn now I'm hungry I haven't had lunch I'm gonna have to eat but so uh, 
And don't forget, you can get uh, Aaron at underscore AP Smugcast at Twitter. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got my Twitter, too. You can go on and follow it if you want. It's uh, Smugcast Show underscore AP. Uh, BJ's also on there. At, it is at the, the BJ Robbins. And I want to give a quick shout to uh, at Justin Kurth 25 uh, he uh, tweeted me and said, love the podcast, but well, we love you, Justin. And we also love New Plymouth, Idaho. <laughs> is that where he's from, New Plymouth? Nice. We're nice. big in Idaho. We can even walk down the streets now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, we're ending it. All right. Stay smug. <laughs> stay smug. Stay smug.